another episode of ST Talks. I'm Laura Demmer, your host, and today I am here with Kevin Zippa, ST Genetics Eastern Region Manager, and David Kendall, ST's Director of Genetic Advancement. Today, these two will be talking about ST Genetics Brown Swiss program. But first, before we dive into this, thank you both for joining us today. Thank you, Laura. We're honored to be here. Uh, thanks for having me, Laura. So, David, why don't we just start um, start this episode off by you telling us a bit about the Brown Swiss program um, and how it got started for ST Genetics? I think one of the things that's interesting is that the ST Genetics Brown Swiss program has roots that go back 30, 40 years because of the companies that make up ST. Taurus Service Inc., for instance, owned a bold name Victory Acres Jubilation Emery. It was a sire of Snickerdoodle, who is the all-time all-time grand champion of any breed at World Dairy Expo, and a tremendous cow, tremendous influence on the breed. Then Transworld Genetics had a bull named Bridgeview Elegant Jade, who was the sire of Hoosier and Old Jade Monet, the second brown Swiss cow that was supreme champion at the World Dairy Expo. So a real strong background in the show ring there. Plus, Jade was also the sire of a cow that, being a brown Swiss-oriented person, I'm very proud of, Clad rate A.J. Paris, who is an all-time breed leader for combined fat and protein. It's not a Holstein, it's a brown Swiss cow. Sexing Technologies itself, which is the immediate predecessor to ST Genetics, had a bull named Hearts Thunder, who has also had a significant impact in the brown Swiss breed. And um, is a sire of the cow that was in National Cow for All Seasons in 2020, Norbert Thunder Silver Lake, cow that made over 36,000 pounds as a three-year-old. ST, with that, ST has a real strong drive and interest in Brown Swiss because Juan Marino, our CEO, has a real strong drive and interest in Brown Swiss. And he brings that passion like he does in anything else and many other aspects of the company to the breed, to the program and to the vision that he has and that Kevin and I and the other members of the team have for where we want to go and build on in the future for ST Genetics. It's an exciting company to work for and we really feel that we have a tremendous opportunity with the Brown Swiss animals. Exactly, it's, I mean, just from what you've stated, that's a very strong base for ST to expand our genetic portfolio from. So very exciting. And before we jump into more of that genetic portfolio of ours, um, a question for both of you, if you both want to weigh in, is currently, um, what does the U.S. brown Swiss market look like right now? Well, I think um, the U.S. market right now for brown Swiss is, is growing substantially. Um, it's very unique, I guess, space. You know, you have a, a very traditional platform of brown Swiss breeders that focus on um, PPR, a solid type, great depth of cow family. And our vision is to kind of fit within that exact space, understanding the value proposition of not only the genetics, but the cow family behind uh, the genetics. Um, but with that said, it seems like there's a resurgence um, or a forward progress surge in genetic progress for both net merit um, and PPR within the Brown Swiss breed. And, um, you know, we have been at ST very fortunate that we're, we're driving um, part of this genetic progress 
but it's just as equally exciting to see some fellow breeders that are uh, pushing this model right alongside. And we really believe that the brown Swiss cow uh, herself is an equal uh, to what a large dairy could actually get within a Holstein or a Jersey herd. Um, the genetic advantage of the longevity of brown Swiss, um, the um, solids of fat and protein that they're able to produce over that extended lifetime, um, and the increased um, fertility that they're actually seeing as a breed has actually allowed them to be more of a, a chosen breed um, over other breeds. And so we're very excited that that's, that's growing. Right. And would you say, you know, globally, do you see these same trends? Um, are breeders looking for the same features that they are in the U.S.? It's really a country by country division, to be honest. Certain countries in Europe still have a very strong orientation towards sort of a show ring type approach, and other countries have a very strong orientation towards production. The Germans and the Italians um, definitely focus on production, where the Swiss and the Austrians focus more on the type. And so that gives you kind of a different, different types of cattle to work with and select from, which is not a bad thing. Right. And just um, kind of some some different divisions to provide for too. So I think where we can start um, on our ST Brown Swiss portfolio is with our style sires. Kevin, could you give us just a bit of a rundown on what we currently have in this department and what you're seeing from these bulls? Yeah, sure. And I think David did a really nice job there in the beginning in introducing the, the bulls that kind of led uh, to the beginning of the foundation for ST genetics through Taurus and um, sexing technologies with Emery and, and Jade and even a bull like Heart's Thunder. I mean, those bulls uh, are, are very well respected within the Brown Swiss breeder portfolio and, and bulls that have come since then um, have been um, extremely popular. And we're in a, I guess I would say at a unique place because I, I actually think the brown Swiss breeder that is even focusing on uh, show type is probably um, wanting a little bit of production as well. So I'd say we have some pure type bulls um, that are more of that traditional show style, um, but we also have some balanced um, production PPR and type bulls that are um, gaining uh, momentum as well. Um, we're very honored that we had um, 17 uh, different um, nominations in the Brown Swiss breed that were sired by ST Genetics Bulls. And um, bulls like Famous and Foremost uh, probably don't need their own introduction. I mean, they're household names um, in the Brown Swiss breed and Famous is becoming the, um, um, I don't want to, say the Goldwyn of the brown Swiss breed, but he's actually gaining that momentum where uh, a majority of your uh, class uh, winners or nominations in each class have at least a couple of famous daughters. Um, foremost, we've been very excited to have him uh, coming from uh, the Ken Main program at Elite. And um, he has, uh, you know, of course, the daughter, his daughter that was grand at 
at World Dairy Expo or Reserve Grand at World Dairy Expo. And, uh, you know, and Faye, who is grand, is, is actually a sister to Foremost. So it's really, really um, incredibly exciting. But bulls like Martini and Kickstart um, both had nominated daughters, and they actually provide a little bit of PPR. Uh, they provide a little bit of production. They're solid net merit bulls. So we're very excited that breeders have chosen to use those bulls to sire the next generation of show winners. And um, they um, add a little bit of diversity to the portfolio. And then I'm incredibly excited about two of our younger bulls, Mr. Dependable and Secret Weapon, um, both bulls from the Cutting Edge program, um, both bulls sired by Dynamite, um, both out of incredibly famous dams, uh, Mr. Dependable coming right out of Delilah. Um, those, those bulls will sire the right kind. Um, extreme size with balance to their frames, great feet and legs with that kind of uh, exceptional dairy style. So um, the future is, is not just uh, good, it's great. Um, we have the past, we have the present, and we have the future. And uh, we want to continue to develop bulls that will be chosen by breeders for that style orientation. Right. An exciting um, you know, handful of bulls that really fit that show type program. That's extremely exciting for ST and our customers. But now um, on the opposite side of this, uh, David, what about for PPR and net merit? We've mentioned a few bulls that kind of fit into this already, but where does ST stand um, in the market with, with bulls that fit this portfolio? And what bulls are there that our commercial dairymen would probably be a little bit more interested in? I think we have a really strong lineup when it comes to production and management traits. Brown Swiss as Kevin said earlier, Brown Swiss are making some giant strides and improvement in those areas, and we're really happy with the lineup that we've been able to develop so far. We have a bull like Sega, who's plus 1.7 on DPR, 0.65 on Erdic Composite, 619 net merit. He brings a really solid portfolio to the picture. Culpton can decide, a bull that's 161 PPR and 93 combined fat and protein, a bull that brings a lot of production, without sacrificing anything else. A bull that for now, for us, is actually getting a little bit older is um, Sonic. The Sonic daughters are getting close to calving. <clears throat> what we're looking for from them is extremely long-lived, high-producing, strong daughters that are functional and correct and are going to continue to produce the kind of cattle and the genetics that is going to continue to improve the profit, bottom line, of our producers. But, you know, beyond those guys, we have bulls that are right on that same edge, sort of the balanced bulls. A bull Kevin and I both like a lot is Hilltop Acres Trick Shot. Um, Trick Shot has 146 PPR, 528 net merit, 1.6 DPR with a 2.9 livability, and he's making very stylish, open-ribbed, eye-peeling daughters. You know, kind of a bull, again, that um, will satisfy a lot of people is, is a complete sort of cow that you're not going to really worry about because you're not going to think about it. Another bull that I like a lot and Kevin likes is uh, Helltop Baker's Dairy Star. He's probably the most complete son of Calvin available in the world, a 1.1 udder composite. And this is coming now with scored daughters, 2.2 DPR plus 0.7% protein, maybe a tad lower at 303 net merit, but still a bull that actually offers you a complete package. 
again, the kind of bulls that can drive the profitability and drive the foundation of your herd. Right. And with what you just stated, David, and what Kevin stated before, really the Brown Swiss program is a full package um, for our Brown Swiss breeders, which is extremely impressive. Would either of you say that there is any other bulls um, that we have that may not be, I mean, you've kind of touched on it a little bit, but may not be for the style breeder or for uh, those that are pushing the PPR and net merit that, but is there still a bull that could add value to a producer's genetic selection or are there other ways that you could see the Brown Swiss sires being used? I think David touched on him and that's the trick shot bull. Trick shot's a bull that I think he's going to um, fit every, every breeder pro- profile. Um, both him and, and Dairy Star are probably the bulls that, you know, we've gone back to using those two bulls in our internal mating program to make both females and um, potential sons. And when we go back to those bulls and we say, what, what's their value proposition? We can actually be very comfortable in saying they're, they're going to sire um, cattle that can perform in a, say, a show ring. Uh, but they're going to do so with all of that management traits, the production that we're looking for. Um, so I think you, you touched on it there, Laura, we're, we're really, you know, you look at the ST lineup, we, we try to have a group of bulls that are that extreme PPR, that extreme net merit. We try to have a really core group of bulls that are crossover and, and serve all markets. And then we also have that emphasis, knowing that we have breeders out there that want that show type and that style-oriented um, genetics. So I, I think of any of the companies that provide genetics to the Brown Swiss industry, we have uh, separated ourselves from the standpoint of providing genetics that are gonna serve all markets. And that's important for us, just not, not just today, but in what we're creating for the future to provide for those breeders around the world. I completely agree. So Kevin, you just uh, mentioned this briefly about our internal mating program and how we're using our own sires within this, but Ken, David, do you want to just expand on that a little bit and touch on the female side of things for for our genetic program? Uh, What is ST doing right now to add to the, the Brown Swiss portfolio and lineup? We're really blessed. And again, with Juan's support and Envision on on this, Laura, where we're doing IVF every other week on four to six females for our inter- for our main internal program, but we're also just expanding into a female multiplier program where we're going to be taking the cows, the heifers, and cows that are just maybe a touch below where we're, we'd be focused on making bulls on and trying to make as large number of really good heifers as we can. You know, we have a desire to work with others in the breed to make Brown Swiss a very competitive breed. And to do that, it requires resources for us to actually focus on the female side. Right now, I just looked this up before we called. We have seven in the top 20 females in our program for both PPR and net merit. Some of them are very young still. But, you know, that's the commitment in the direction that we're going is we need to work with those. We need to push them. And we do, and we have great crews that all the way through that work with us. One other aspect I think that's important in our Brown Swiss program is that we work closely with the genetic visions. We're working on some issues related to Brown Swiss fertility that others have found and trying to come up with new tests. 
And that's an advantage again for us that we have some uh, sister company like Genetic Visions that has the drive and the interest to help us improve the problems that Brown Swiss has. And that's something that gets me very excited. If we can solve some of the problems that we are facing in Brown Swiss through more advanced genomic selections because of genetic visions. Yes, I think um, that's a, a huge asset to our our Brown Swiss and all of uh, essentially all of our portfolios that we do have within you know Holstein Jersey Brown Swiss all the other color breeds. Being able to work with genetic visions is a huge asset for us. So, Kevin, in your opinion, I mean, you stated pretty strongly that you believe that the Brown Swiss lineup that we have um, is extremely impressive in the industry. What else, why else do you think that the ST Genetics Brown Swiss program is so strong for this breed? I think one of the things that we we have to understand is what our our dairy producers out there, both uh, in the U.S. and globally, are, are up against. And really what they're up against is the concept that they're um, challenged every day to produce um, more milk fat and protein, especially fat and protein, um, while using either the same or less um, resources to get that done. And um, we see a growing uh, need for that genetic element to create you know, solids uh, with the absence of uh, excess water in the milk. We see it needing those, that amount of production with less dry matter intake. And, you know, David and I have thought long and hard about where the brown Swiss breed fits into that growing dynamic. And one aspect is actually in crossbreeding. We know that um, a lot of herds out there are struggling with genetic diversity and they're struggling with understanding inbreeding for the particular breed that they're working for and with and that those breeds whether it be Holstein or Jersey have some limitations um, whether it be salvage value and frame size on Jersey or the inbreeding and fertility on Holsteins we really believe that Brown Swiss could actually offer a complement to those uh, two breeds specifically uh, to create an incredibly profitable herd of cows. A lot of dairies out there who do say a three-way cross um, and they use Holstein and Jersey and, and say they use um, one of the Viking um, red genetic gem, you know, sources. Sometimes they're giving up a little bit on genetic progress to, to make that three-way cross work. And in addition, it's a little harder to get sex semen at a high quality in some of those breeds. So the brown Swiss can come in and be an extreme complement to, say, Holstein Jersey uh, programs in a three-way cross. You're able to do sex semen. You're able to do 4M with high purity and still maintain a sexed and beef model. And we've worked with some herds. Uh, very closely that have implemented this type of strategy. Um, they're able to put emphasis on solids. They're able to put emphasis on net merit, uh, productive life, and DPR, and um, have the type of cow that works extremely well. Um, one of the benefits of Brown Swiss in this three-way cross is that, especially along with Jersey, um, they offer a, a black hoof. And um, that's an extremely important aspect, especially if a bottom portion 
of the herd is going to be native to beef. You're going to have more uniform cattle. You're going to have a uniform color pattern. And when you come in with a, a beef option um, on the bottom end of the herd, you're going to get a lot more frame size um, for the salvage value on those crosses. And you're, you're going to get um, that, that uniformity that that side of the market's looking for. So we have tried uh, to add brown Swiss genetics that we think are going to complement um, that crossbreeding market. And we're, we're going to grow that over time. Yes, that's a very interesting strategy, and I'm sure we will learn more about this soon. But thank you for sharing your insight on that. So, David, is there anything exciting coming for the Brown Swiss program right now? Uh, yeah, Laura, it's, you know, we're always kind of nervous to talk about bulls before they've got semen in production, but we have three young bulls right now that we're very excited about, all over 650 net merit, all over 195 PPR. Really complete package bulls, different genetics, different pedigree sex. Um, <laughs> man, I want them making semen now. You know, uh, as soon as as soon as they come out, we're we're going to be pushing them. And I want to stress too that we are always looking to add the best genetics. I mean, it's we don't have the assumption that we're going to make all the good genetics. We know there's a lot of great breeders out there working hard, and we need it. We want to continue to look for the best genetics so that we can, as Kevin said offer that 4am high purity, which nobody else does. We think that that alone can really propel the Swiss breed. You know, you get another six or seven heifers per hundred. That can make a huge difference for us over time. Right. Well, that's extremely exciting, especially with those uh, young bulls. And hopefully we will hear more about those soon as well. But we will be wrapping up this episode of ST Talks. Um, I just want to thank you both for your time. Um, and for all of the great information you shared with us today on our Brown Swiss program. This was another episode of SD Talks. If you like what you heard today, you can find more episodes on your favorite podcast platform by searching for SD Talks or SD Genetics.